You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages. I am Roger B. This is Locked and Loaded, and you're listening to America's Web Radio. Today, I have a few things we need to go over. Apparently, <laughs> apparently in Afghanistan, they're having a, a fire sale on guns and weapons and ammunition and armored vehicles. And <laughs> You know, fa- Roger. In fact, they're so cheap, they're giving them away. <laughs> you know, Crazy <laughs> Joe's <laughs> weapons house. We have, Roger, you and I know a few people that we could possibly get our own chartered flight out there. They have C-130s. Uh, we can just pick one up over there at a discount. There, <laughs> <laughs> just got to find yeah. something to trade, I guess. But, but I, I, Crazy Joe's Weapons House apparently is open. <laughs> let me tell you this. I have some – I'm not going to give names, but I do have some military people who are current military guys who said – why don't we go and, and pick up some of this equipment? Pick up a couple of things. Because this incompetent... Oh, my goodness, man. Imagine that. What do we got? Down uh, a cargo plane. Yeah, uh, 61,000 M203 grenade yeah, rounds. Grenade rounds. What better way to to use a cargo plane than for us to go down there and uh, take this out of the hands of terrorists? They got Which 9 million do? rounds of 50 caliber. Oh, my God. 50 cal. <laughs> 9 50 cal, million, million rounds. Yeah. And we're I having just, trouble buying 22s and here, and they just it. leave it over there? Oh, my God. Look, you try and buy that kind of ammo here, and they will come investigate you. I bet. I bet. Look, you know, the Taliban are not stupid. But I bet they have a little bit of a capitalist thread somewhere in them. Oh, we can probably work something out. <laughs> uh, honestly, I, yeah, right. I honestly tell you, right. I'm not. I am not kidding. I did have some milita- a couple of military guys who said that we we really could get some of that. The Taliban will. Uh, they will sell that. <laughs> yeah. Well, they, they need. They might need the money. You know. I mean. Um, you know. They need some. They need some new new goats for the harems. They're going to use it to kill Americans, but they they will also. I mean, this is this is it's. That's one thing that's just they talk about the expense of bringing it back. Okay, there's a cost. I understand. Okay, the cost, dollars and cents. Okay, now where do you put the blood on the plus and minus column that these weapons are going to cause by leaving them there? Exactly what Donald Trump told Milley and those goons, uh, the top brass, when they told him in 2020. To leave everything behind. And Donald Trump looked at them and said, you actually are going to try and tell me that it would be efficient to leave this weaponry behind a terrorist because Donald Trump knew blood, blood is what it's going to cost. It's what it's going to cost. what it will cost. Yeah. And, and there's a cost. That's, not, we are not, that's a price we're not willing to no, pay. I would, well, we weren't well, willing to pay until Crazy cost, Joe took over. That's a cost that conservative, libertarian, freedom-loving American is not willing to pay. It is a cost that is very worth it. When you're in that, when you're talking about a Democrat, but when you're talking about Crazy Joe's Weapons Warehouse, yeah, Crazy Joe's, sells, come on sells. down. You know, you remember when we used to go to Sheldon, 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 the fireworks, fireworks house, yeah. Hey, or buy, Crazy Eddie's, buy a couple <laughs> rounds of a uh, couple hundred rounds of fifty cal, and we'll throw in some three two two. Well, now it's not even Crazy Joe's anymore; it's Crazy Ahmed's. <laughs> Crazy Ahmed's Weapons Warehouse. That's true. It's They're probably true. listing stuff on eBay right now. Oh, my gosh. I would have <laughs> or Gunbroker. Oh, gun <laughs> Must be picked up in Afghanistan. <laughs> Alibaba. Alibaba's Crazy Alibaba. Weapons Warehouse Alibaba. sale. Oh, my gosh. Can you imagine calling customer service? 
Yes, welcome to Ahmed Ahmed's Fire Crazy Fire Cell. What would you be needing today? That's would right. Would you be liking some 50 caliber? Would you be liking some 223? I mean, some of these numbers are just, I mean, thousands of rounds of mortar, 16,000 oh, pairs of night vision goggles. Yeah. And those things are thousands of dollars a thousands piece. Of dollars. I mean, $10,000 a piece. Easy. Well, and leave how many suppressors do they get that we're not allowed to have? Thermal scopes, thermal mono goggles. I mean, I mean all this stuff is just, oh, it's, the list is just incredible what they're willing we, to leave there. And one C-130 probably could have handled a huge oh, amount of this oh, stuff and brought it back. A, a C-17 could have brought back a whole, I mean. All the really high-end stuff, yeah. four C-130s, Roger. Yeah. Four we left now, there. Now, they left bulldozers and backhoes and dump trucks, so you know what? That's hey, fine. They can have those. They can get the. They, they, can, they can order the snowplow attachment from eBay, and they. Oh wait, there's no snow there. You know what they're going to do? <laughs> Maybe <Roger>? there is. <laughs> they're going to use the land moving equipment to to dig mass graves for the people they're going to kill with our weaponry. I know. It's just the fact that they uh, don't consider the blood cost of this is unbelievable. And if you don't want to bring it back, then blow it up. But what a disservice that is to the American taxpayer. I know. Eight, what is it? $850 billion worth of stuff? Look, look at the. That's round. almost a trillion it's, dollars it's worth of stuff. Over $83 billion worth of equipment. $83 billion. I, well, I thought it was $850 billion. Oh, it might okay. have been. It might have. Maybe I, I could with have. All the, with all the vehicles I and everything. I mean, 22,000 Humvees I that I think are point. at. Uh, I think they're saying they're I mean, worth over a hundred grand each. Oh, easy, easy. These are so not millions. These are not your run-of-the-mill Humvees. These are no, armor these are fully armored Humvees, and that's not counting the the personnel carriers. One hundred sixty-nine, uh, one hundred sixty-nine personnel carriers, one hundred fifty-five MXX Pro mineproof vehicles. Oh, the I've seen one of those. Oh, they are awesome. awesome. I would love they're to get one of those amazing. registered on the street in the U.S. Yeah, That'd be yeah. awesome. <laughs> So would I. I mean, Ford, Chevy, Dodge, it's over with. I have a mind-proof vehicle. <laughs> I, would, I would like to go take a few of these and bring them back here, Roger, and put them in our plantation so that uh, when the uh, 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 zombies come, we're not going to have any problems. The zombies, they're already here. <laughs> the, <laughs> yeah, they're called Democrats. <laughs> they all voted for Biden. <laughs> Oh, man. Oh, my oh, God. I mean, God. you know, and not and not just because he's a Democrat. That's not the only thing. The it's fact that not, he is out of his mind. He's a oh my God. Taliban joke. I mean, they need to just uh, do something to retire him. He doesn't even know what he's doing, I don't think, and it's not his fault. He, he doesn't, and when he has a moment of clarity, he's usually... Says something even stupider than when yeah, he's not yeah. clear. He insults us more as, as Americans and... Trashes the military. This, this, I mean, it's amazing. This guy is the commander in chief, and he's trying to blame the military for for what happened in Afghanistan. Now, did you see him when they were unloading the thirteen soldiers? Oh, looking at his watch. Looking at his watch. And yeah, another he's got thing, people got a nap time. Man. People didn't realize this, but the so, commander in chief is supposed to stand at attention and salute. Of course, he's not supposed to lay his hand on his no, chest. He's not a no. civilian. He's, he's the commander in chief. He needs to salute. This Either, is why I say. And, uh, Every veteran should call for oh, yeah. his court martial. Yep. And yeah. he, he is no, you made the point. He I is did. commander in chief. That yep. puts him in the military. Yes, theoretically yeah. he is, you know. But you know, could you he should be court martial. He needs to be. I mean, he has earned everything, David, that you've said. <laughs> yeah. If there's anything that Joe Biden has earned, he has but earned. But does he just he, not know what he's ball. supposed to do? Did somebody not tell him, or did they tell him and he just did what he wanted to no, do? The, the problem, and uh, Mark the Shark and I talked about this last night. Mark. The, the problem is he's surrounded by 
incompetent civilians that have mm-hmm. never served a day in their life. Amen. They don't know what the hell they're talking mm-hmm. about. Academics. Yeah, and they're mm-hmm. you know they've ne- they've never had boots on the ground, mm-hmm. and Biden is stupid enough <laughs> and sick enough uh, that to listen day. to him. Well, yeah, he and does. It's not a matter of him listening. They probably just tell him what to do, and they do it, I mean, and he just you, sits there yeah, and he, you, eats eats ice cream. I was wondering how many strikers were in that list. Oh, uh, let's God. see if I have that. Oh, yeah, striker many, missiles. How many stingers? No, strike, were, stingers. No, strikers are the, the stingers and APCs. Oh, if you see, uh, we got 169, and then 155 of the MXX Pro. Yeah. So two, and then there's M M111, yeah, M1 17s. There's another, another armor carrier. They were designed, you know, this is technology, and and what they're built of is technology that Russia doesn't have. Well, they have it right. today, probably. Well, they're going to have it now. Uh, that they didn't have special mm-hmm. equipment to. These strikers are incredible. I, I saw one at uh, Fort Leonard Wood and got to mm-hmm. ride it and so forth. Oh, that's and, neat. Uh, oh, it's it's it is yeah. the tires. No, did you ask him what the sticker price was on that? Because I'd really like to see check in to get one of those. Uh, the, like I said, the tires are probably almost as big as the wow. this room. Mm-hmm. They, they, they're incredibly they're large. Blackhawk scout helicopters, military Now the other side of the coin. You mentioned this, uh, Victor. That that um, you know the striker is incredible, mm-hmm. but so is our weaponry. Yep. And one of our rockets from. Uh, 106 or, you know, we can still knock them out. Right. Yeah. But then no, that's ammo is so high. You know, ammo is so expensive here. And we left 20 million, million. rounds of 7.62. Million rounds. Oh, my God. 20 million. Look, folks, <laughs> if you think that this crop of Democrats give a you-know-what about the money that they're seizing from you, just look how willing they are to waste. Give it away. I mean, How willing not, they are to waste and millions the, and millions and millions of dollars worth. Billions of, of dollars. Yeah, billions billions of dollars of weaponry. And the oh. thing is, they're not even considering the blood cost. No. No, because these rounds are going to make it to the hands of, of all the People who will do bad and things. China and in uh, Russia. And, and with our open border policy, don't be surprised yeah, if we see, have another 9-11. The problem is now, look, folks, we've been pretty darn safe for 20 years. Now we're going to have to look. If you're in a blue state, I would be wary about going to malls. I would be wary about going to Targets and Walmarts because that's what the Target's going to be. You think it's going to be a, um, a, a I, something I, that, I, that specific? I hate to predict it, and I don't want to predict it, and I hope I'm wrong. But if you think that these guys aren't going to come across the border that's wide open with advanced weaponry that they've got their hands on now, uh, they're emboldened. So why wouldn't they come and target? And, and the reason I say blue state is because they're not idiots. They're not going to go to a red state where they're going to get shot at. <laughs> where people will shoot back. Yeah, they're they're going to go to blue states. And they're where they have go, limited. They're going to go with what is America. Well, what is America? America is capitalism. America is people getting out and shopping and buying what they want. You know, the Democrats want to lock you down, but that's not America. Oh, but wait, wait. There's more. You didn't hear. I don't know if you heard more. this. There's a, it's a guy. Oh, I understand when a guy. I think it was a woman. She's in the military currently, and she made a statement that if martial law is enacted, if you do not get into your house when I tell you, you become the enemy. <laughs> so she's 
basically flat out saying the military is going to take over during martial law and she will make American citizens her enemy. Yeah, well, there's going to be blood in the streets because it's not going to happen. Not in the red states. I don't, yeah, I mean, it's not like the, the fact that I, I mentioned this like a year ago or, or a year and a half ago, that it's going to come down to whether our, our law enforcement and military are going to go along with orders Mm-hmm. to go against American citizens. They're going to have to make a decision yeah. at some point and decide, this is not legal, it's unconstitutional, I can't do this. Will they fire them and get somebody who will? I would tell you, I would think it'd probably be uh, somewhere around half and half. I, I think that a lot of the, the the military guys and law enforcement guys are going to stand with people like us, and they're going to be like, no. Well, the law enforcement in particular, they're locals. They know the yeah, people, right. especially in smaller they're towns. They know fire. the people they're yeah. dealing with. They're not going to fire on the citizens. They're family. One other point you got to keep in mind is that cops, military, are people too. And they're not they're not. They gonna, have families and they have their Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, they realize that the, Yeah, but there's a lot of them crazy. that are woke. We'll, we'll see. We'll, like this sergeant who's here, she's saying, if they yeah. order me to do this, I'll right. do it. I was just well, about to say, the scary part is all the idiocy that we're pumping out of schools and these young kids that are – and now you've got military brass like Millie telling – making them read Marx's book. So these – I mean, these are the kids that are going to follow orders blindly. Those are the ones that will be the – I mean, we'd like to think that they have more common sense, but a lot of them are not on the side of the American because people. They are told, on the side of the government. They'll do they're whatever they're be told. told. They have to fight white supremacy. <laughs> yeah, because they, they, they're going to follow you whatever know, orders they're given. You know, maybe we wouldn't have left Americans behind had the uh, Biden administration not been trying to fool people into thinking that there was actually a white supremacist problem. They're, yeah. They're running around creating a white supremacist problem while leaving Americans behind in Afghanistan. Yeah, it's it's there's it's just oh it's inexcusable. It just makes me so mad. Now I'm sure you guys have seen all the tributes that all the bars are doing, restaurants and stuff where they leave the 13 glasses of beer or whiskey around, surrounded by a flag in a box or a folded flag, just an honor. And I've been seeing these all over the place. And I'd like to continue to see these coming up. And we need to send every one of these to the presidential website or Facebook place or wherever that goes. Let them know that we know what's going on. At the same time, calling for his removal. Yeah, I mean, I just I would really like to sit down and talk to him and see if he actually has any idea what's going on. I'm curious to know. Look, I, I can tell you, I can tell. Look, here, here's all the evidence you need. When you have a president of the United States, the most powerful man in the world, leader of the greatest country, in the leader world, of the free world. Okay, when you have this guy come out to a press, who, who a press meeting or a, a presser, a press conference. And he looks to the out to the media, and he goes, "I'm not supposed to answer questions. I was told not to do that." Who's telling him? I know who's running the show here. Who's got his hand up have, his ass, turning him you, into a puppet? Exactly. <laughs> have you ever seen a United States president look at the media and go, "I'm not supposed to"? Do I know this. Trump wouldn't I do that. I was told to do this. Clinton <laughs> didn't do it. Obama didn't. None. Obama wouldn't have done it. They, but they, they wanted sure, Trump to do it. <laughs> for damn sure, Donald J. Trump wouldn't have done that. No. Can you he, imagine if they had told Trump? Anybody had to had. First of all, they wouldn't have had the gonads to tell Trump not to take questions. And and he but, should have uh, probably listened on man. occasion to to slow his roll sometimes. Maybe. Yeah, there was but, a few times uh, I'm like, you know what? That didn't need but, to be said. You know, I love his transparency though. We've never had yeah. a president as transparent. <laughs> 
Trump couldn't hide anything if he wanted to. No, he uh, and, he tends and, to just uh, go on about he, stuff. He lives off the cuff of his sleeve. He really does. And and yeah, he's a blue collar billionaire. He's a blue collar millionaire, absolutely. Billionaire or billionaire. Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's get the B in there. But you know, <laughs> he would have. Ne- he knew that he was the leader of the free world. He knew that he was the most powerful man. And there was no way. In fact, there's a video out there of some. Two bit. It was either the. It wasn't the Canadian guy, but it was on one of these leaders out there for another country, who actually tried to sidestep Trump, and Trump physically pushed this guy, grabbed his <laughs> arm, pulled him back, and then put his arm across his chest and Thank moved you. him back. And you will not stand in front of the president of the United States. That's right. That's what Trump did. Yep. And it's on video. He I, knows. If I can find it. I'll post it up. Well, on he's America's not. He was not shy about expressing his opinion. <laughs> No, no oh. doubt about it. His other was his reply to Kim Jong-un mm. when Kim Jong-un says, I have a button, have and a button. Trump, Trump says, but I have a bigger one. Yeah. You know what? There is no better – you couldn't want a better uh, – uh, uh, another president because Donald Trump handled that perfectly, David, as you said, because Kim Jong-un did. He looked at him and say, well, I've got a button, and Donald Trump – and this is validated – said, well – my button's bigger, and it works. <laughs> yeah, there you that go. That was the way he finished that sentence. Well, there was that comedian that was talking about uh, the uh, the Middle Easterners going, oh, we're working to get n- nuclear yeah. weapons, and we might just use them. We might just use them. And the president goes, we've got nuclear <laughs> weapons, and we've already used and them. We've already used Twice. them. Twice. <laughs> <laughs> so go ahead. That was, uh, we was blew up two of your buildings. We blew up two of your countries. Yep. Oh, we blew up two of your buildings. We blew up two of your countries. <laughs> want to yep. keep playing this game? You want to keep playing? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's a, but now, I, unfortunately, I think our politicians have... I mean, the fact that this mil, active... It appears to be an active military soldier is saying if they're ordered mm. to go tell people to get in their houses to yeah. implement martial law, they're going to do what they're told. Oof. That's I mean, that road. rings... That rings straight back to Nazi days. Look, that's what Afga- uh, <clears throat> that's what um, Australia is doing now. Australia oh yeah, is using their military in <laughs> in martial law. And all these citizens, in all these police, uh, these law enforcement or military are, are just going to use. They, I was ordered to Australia. the Nuremberg. The Nuremberg defense oh, yeah. does not work. It's not at work. No, we've already proven Look, that. Australia has the military on a manhunt for a guy who got in an elevator without a mask without on. A mask. And they're spending and money tracking out, him down? Tracking him down. Using military oh, and law enforcement to get a man who they suspect had COVID, who got in an God forbid the guy go get some food or something. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, mean, well. They don't even. I now, mean, they don't have the same protections we do on, no, under their no, they laws. Don't. Remember, so. they outlawed their guns and collected all the guns years ago. And what did we say? I wasn't. I didn't have a show then, but I was still saying back then, this isn't going to bode well for the people of Australia. No, and it hasn't. Guns, their crime rate has gone skyrocketing yeah. now. Violent crime rate is through and the roof now in the Australia. the government does what they want to with them because right. they have no fear of reprisal. You know, you wonder, if they want to take our guns away, what are they going to do that's going to make us want to shoot them? You should. <laughs> exactly. Every American should. Have. I don't care if you're a Democrat, Republican, Libertarian, whatever. You should all question if the federal government that's supposed to represent you, we the people, and they're supposed to be beholden to the Constitution, of which the most clear amendment, which happens to be number two, is the right to bear arms for the citizen. 
when that government looks and says, well, screw that Second Amendment, we want your guns, you got to ask yourself, what do they have planned? Right. What exactly why are they – why are they, they scared? Yeah. Why, why are they worried about citizens having guns? Exactly, because the government doesn't do anything unless they're – Without a plan. Without a plan. And if they fear – Except, except leave, except yeah, leave except, Afghanistan. Except leave oh my God! Americans behind and service dogs. I oh I mean, the dogs. You know that's to, it's time to go John Wick on them. That's we, it. We that's all there is. I was going to say. Hopefully, Afghani's are, are kind to dogs. We though. had a listener in Marietta who said it's time to go John Wick, and yes, it is. It's time <laughs> to go John Wick. And when we go bomb the you know snot out of them, I would love for Ron DeSantis to get elected, and then go just just go bomb every 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 Taliban base every al-qaeda every isis k and i know it'll be 2024 but i want him to do it and then i want him to give and give a john wick speech when he does when he addresses the nation you don't you got to understand they killed, they killed our dog i would yeah. love and look i will tell i will make this promise if the good people of this country elect me to be president <laughs> In 2024. <laughs> All right, Victor. Victor for president. 2024. <laughs> I promise I will stand before the American people and go blow the you-know-what out of the Taliban, and I will do it because they, they killed the dogs. dogs. That's right. I wonder if they're actually killing the dogs. I know they left them behind, look, but hopefully already, the Taliban realize that they're useful we, animals. No, dude. Look, Taliban's terrorists. They're, they look at those dogs. They'd rather eat American, the dogs. They look at them as American military. They're going to torture them. Aww. We already are hearing... Oh, no, that's – oh, see, there's no excuse for that. Them. They're probably going to hang them from the helicopters. They're hanging people from the helicopters. I know. It's just oh, – it's so sad to yeah. think we spent 20 years trying to secure this country and get everything working properly, yeah. and then we just walk out and let it – now, granted, though, here's the thing I don't understand. The Afghani people have had 20 years to train themselves to get – to learn how to use equipment, to sign up for the military, to defend themselves. Why don't they pick up a gun and stand up for themselves? Why is it they're just going to stand back and let this happen? Do the Taliban outnumber the citizens who don't want that kind of law by that much? I was understanding they were maybe 10% of the population. I could be wrong. I'd have to find some numbers on that. But wouldn't you think 90% of the people could stand up, start grabbing some guns, and start fighting back? If you want your freedom, you have to fight for it. It doesn't just happen. Why should the Americans be the one to fight for freedom in every country in the world? These people who want to have it, they need to learn. It's got a price, and they need to start stepping up and paying the price. You want freedom? Pay the price. Step up. Be that, you know, be that patriot. If you love your country, do it. I have some breaking news, Roger. Oh, breaking news, breaking news. Listener in Georgia. Um, Joe Biden, Taliban Joe, and David, you're going to love this. (laughs) Taliban Joe had held a meeting with Gold Star families, and many of the families turned around and walked out. So kudos to those families. Yeah, I heard they asked somebody. Absolutely. I heard they asked somebody, would you like, the president said he would like to meet you, and he went, no thanks. No thanks. Yep. Yep. So kudos to the Gold families who are turning their back. You know, Joe Biden turned his back on them. They need to turn their back on him. Yeah, I mean, that's just so sad. Now, granted, he wasn't the only one involved in making that decision. Nope. And he was at the top. Yep, he was the commander-in-chief. It was his. The buck stops with him. Uh, That's what he says. But... You know, Joe Biden the other day says the buck stops with me. But look, he he, he says whatever he, they put in front of him, and he's able to read. Joe Biden <laughs> passes more bucks than a hockey team passing a puck, <laughs> because Joe Biden sat there and said the buck stops with him, and then the very next sentence he blamed Donald Trump and the military. 
Yeah, so. it's like you know he doesn't he doesn't take well he doesn't know because he's not responsible for anything he doesn't know what's going he on he doesn't know where he is I know I mean it's, lo- it, you know yeah, it would, it like, would be nice to eat that much ice cream that fast and not get brain and freeze not get brain freeze <laughs> <laughs> you know I, I'm convinced when Joe Biden was looking at his watch at the most inappropriate time it was because he was looking to see when the buffet started the senior buffet yes and when he get the senior price in his head he's just he's on a tour. Until they take him to his buffet and then his nappy time. Go back to his his basement bunker. It's <laughs> terrible. But yeah, but this 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 article I saw today about the the woke military, that probably scares me worse than anything I've seen all week. Is that the fact that some of these 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 military people, these younger military people, are of the opinion that they will do whatever they're told, yeah. regardless of constitutional right or wrong. Now, granted, during times of martial law. Certain rights are curtailed. Hmm. You do have certain rights that are suspended temporarily during martial law. So that's not entirely – it's not entirely unconstitutional. But the fact that they would sit there and take an order to wrong. go point your weapon at American citizens – still wrong, though. And they'll use that to try and right, it's know, just, seize it, weapons. Oh, that's, that's, well, that's going to be when – that's when the but stuff's going to hit the look, fan. They did, it, they did it in Katrina. Yeah, I mean it's it, now. Now what's going on in Louisiana? I hear they have it's them. not as bad as it was the last it, time, but they was, still have a it lot wasn't of flooding. Bad, but they still got some flooding, and they've got incompetent governors, incompetent leaders that didn't do anything. You think they would have learned a lesson from Katrina? Well, the last time they, they gave them money to reinforce all the the dams and levees and dikes, yeah, they had to spend it on buying boats. What are you yep, talking about? and they and they spent it elsewhere. They, did not look, spend it where they were supposed to, and then of course everything gave way. An infrastructure ba- plan by the Democrats is merely a vote buying plan right there is no infrastructure going to get the money it's going to be a vote buying plans but i'll we we did have uh mark the shark from new york did chime in and he said arming and aiding the enemy giving them comfort and aid is patently illegal it's your point, the definition David, of treason it is time to perp walk joe taliban biden yeah oh my goodness before he opens the second version of crazy joe somewhere yep yeah, now, it's funny. You were talking about Trump, what he said compared to what Biden said. Mm-hmm. Now, I remember they were asking Trump about his – they asked him if he thought he deserved the Nobel Peace Prize for getting all the Middle Eastern countries to sign peace treaties with Israel and agree to cease the the hostilities. They asked him, do you think you deserve a Nobel Peace Prize? He looked at him and said, peace is the prize. Uh, that's absolutely right. I mean, that's, you know, philosophically, that is brilliant. That's awesome. Yeah, the fact that oh. he doesn't care about the yeah. – I mean, he, he doesn't seem Obama to care about the – Obama would have ever done that. Oh, Obama said, well, yeah, I worked hard, blah, 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 blah. Me, I, me, I, me, I. I, 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 me, me, I, I. And he didn't do a darn thing. So I, there's another listener here in Georgia, Roger. The listeners are hot to trot today. Oh, uh, I mean, gave look. me a great idea. Um, he actually said uh, <laughs> perhaps we could convince the uh, Taliban t- that they need a suicide best testing facility. Well, I think we should, the next time we're in Afghanistan, because, folks, it's inevitable, we're going to be back, we should build some facilities that we will leave behind and put a big sign, suicide best testing site. So, so thanks to this, <laughs> this listener out in, in, in Georgia. That's a great idea, and I'm just going to take it a little further. We should build these sites, have signs, suicide test Suicide best uh, testing best, area. Best testing area. Okay. And we'll leave those behind. We're going to have to take We'll wire a, the building with C4. 
We're going to have to take a quick break. We'll be right back after these words from sponsors. Hello, my name is Rick White, and I'm the director of the Georgia Military Veterans Hall of Fame. I want to encourage all Georgia veterans to consider being nominated to the Georgia Military Veterans Hall of Fame. And if you are a Georgia veteran, then the definition of a Georgia veteran is either you were born in the state of Georgia, or you've lived here 10 years, or you were raised your right hand and joined the military in this state, you are considered a Georgia veteran. For further information, go to www.gmv. HOF.org, or you can contact me at 678-427-0915. We'd love to have your nomination for the Georgia Military Veterans Hall of Fame. Thank you so much. If you live to serve and want to make an even bigger difference, consider joining the U.S. Army. With training in fields like medical care, linguistics, and engineering, an Army career can amplify your efforts with humanitarian opportunities all over the world. Plus, you'll receive competitive pay and incredible benefits, so you'll be taken care of, too. Learn more at GoArmy.com. This is America's AmericasWebRadio.com, the best in chat radio designed just for you. We're back, ladies and gentlemen. I am Roger B. This is Locked and Loaded, and you're listening to America's Web Radio with my special guest, Victor Armendariz. For another five minutes, and then I'm out. <laughs> then I'm AMF. <laughs> but then, did you hear about in Germany, there was an 84-year-old man who apparently had two German World War II tanks in his basement as part of a collection of mili- uh. military equipment or whatever, you know. And it's funny because they're, they fined him $293,000 for having these weapons. He also had a lot of, um, what would you say, uh, Nazi paraphernalia, which is highly illegal in Germany. I mean, here people collect stuff or they have stuff, you know, World War II mementos or, or stuff like that. They collect it, and that's considered okay. But in Germany, it is highly illegal to have anything with any kind of Nazi stuff on it unless it's a museum or licensed and stuff like that. But this guy had two Panther battle tanks in his basement. And it's funny because, you know, they, 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 they of course, they're confiscating him. They're looking to get rid of him. But they asked the mayor of his town. He goes, what are your thoughts on having a tank? The mayor said, well, somebody loves steam engine trains. Somebody loves old tanks. What's the difference? And apparently, he told them that the man once drove the tank as a snowplow in the late 70s. (laughs) So he was using it. He was using it. But apparently, now he claims they've all been deactivated as far as being able to fire any kind of weaponry. Right. They're just, you know, they're just vehicles right now. just a vehicle. But and sometimes apparently Germany decides nobody should have a tank or a snowplow that looks like a tank. <laughs> it's Germany. <laughs> yeah, and they have very strict laws about that now. I well, because they started two world wars. We need to keep them on a short leash. Yeah, but do you think German Hillary is going to let her citizens have a tank? Oh, no. Oh, God, no. Only German Hillary gets to have tanks. <laughs> German Hillary. <laughs> oh, she's the German Hillary. Merkel. Make no mistake. Name? Merkel is the German Hillary. So, <laughs> You know, yeah, I, they have this. They they wear the same pants. They wear the same pants. I think they got them from North Korea. Yeah. Oh, uh, maybe custom made. It's odd. Just look at look at the. Oh, I you know I shouldn't even. I'm going to be nice. You know, we had a, a, another uh, guy check in caller or not a caller, but a listener. A comment George, commentary. Georgia, who, and he's right. So I'll, the, they did make improvements to the levees because Roger, you mentioned the. Well, after the, the first levees. time it broke, you would have figured, um, duh, let's not need, leave that, the barn door open twice. That was under Bobby Jindal, who was a Republican. Oh, was a, right, right, right. He was elected in Louisiana governor, um, and he. Because the governor before him was Democrats, didn't do anything, and they knew that it needed to be done. He did a lot of upgrades, so he did. But a lot of these levies, they have to be upkeep. There, there's an upkeep yeah, that has to happen. They do. There's testing that has to happen, and it doesn't happen under the Democrats. And the Dem- and they knocked J- Bobby Jindal out. And 
So well, yeah, I don't know how much he did either, but you know, if they you look at this storm. It was a tropical storm. It wasn't a, a massive hurricane. It, it, it was bad, but because of some of the the improvements that they didn't continue to improve on. They they were locked in. They, there were floods all over. The the roads are flooded. The you know there's certain outs when you're in certain parts of New Orleans, and all the roads are blocked. I mean yeah. that's, that's not that's not sustainable. And and they need to fix it. And they, they well they built they built they built the city below sea level. I mean, come on now. <laughs> That's true. And you're a coastal town. It's like, uh, who thought that was a good idea? I right. don't know. Let's build the city below sea level right on the coast. Yeah, yeah let's do that. That's a great idea. So, okay. yes, if you're going to do that, then you better have a plan. <laughs> yeah, and apparently their plan wasn't as good as they thought it was, I suppose. I don't know. You know, if there was a such thing as this as global warming and all this climate change business that they try to scare people, then why aren't they spending all their money to? If they're if if they're telling you that the everything's gonna the oceans are gonna rise because of we the people, well then why aren't they bending over backwards to fix New Orleans or anything? They've only got because mm-hmm. so, they need more tax money. Because <laughs> yeah. the infrastructure the infrastructure bill has has to be used to buy more crap that we don't need. The infrastructure bill is. Like I said, buying votes. It doesn't. And do the COVID bill that gave what the that gave the buying votes. <laughs> it gave uh, some theaters lots of money for stuff, and gave yeah. NPR lots of money for stuff, and all these places that shouldn't be getting COVID money necessarily. And the infrastructure bill is almost the same thing. It's giving money to companies or places yeah. that are unrelated to infrastructure at all. Yeah. Hey, the best thing you can do to a corporation right now, let them open. Yeah, oh, exactly. Let's get the economy back on track. Stop paying citizens not to work. Well, I think that's – isn't that stopping now, or did they continue that again? No, he added to it, and now they're trying to to do more. So, no, no, we're in the midst of a a terrible labor shortage. Yeah, because nobody wants to work if you can get paid for nothing. When you go shopping, the next time you go in a shop, just look around. You'll see shelves that are empty. That's due oh, to yeah, yeah. shortage. I was in a, a place yesterday and saw shelves empty. I was like, yeah. hmm, that's kind of weird. And when you go to a restaurant and you see empty tables but they won't seat you, that's a labor Because they don't have people to that's serve you. Yeah. yeah, they don't want you to be sitting there waiting and complaining about service. Now, if you do go to a restaurant and the service is slow, keep in mind. Yeah, it's not their fault. These are the guys who are coming into work yeah. and getting the job yeah. done. They're not the people who are staying home and collecting unemployment money. Yeah. So be be extremely courteous to all your service, a, even if they take point. a long time to get you your food or if they take a while a to get good, over and take uh, an order. Absolutely. Realize how yeah. shorthanded they are. That's a great point, Roger. If you've got a good server n- nowadays, take care of them because they're working when a lot of people aren't. Yeah. I mean, and make sure you understand yeah. that they, they're probably yeah, dealing with yeah. twice as many tables yeah. as they normally deal yeah. with. Look, there was a, there was a radio <clears> colleague of mine, and his wife was out at a restaurant, and there were only two waitresses, and they broke down and cried. And, they're uh, so busy. I mean, because yeah. they're so busy, and they were they were just they're, they're, they're overwhelmed in every direction. Yeah, they they're being overwhelmed. So completely. so try and remember this when you go out that these people are being worked way yeah, too long, too. You know, way too means, hard. And if you got the means, give them a little extra something. Yeah, something. but make sure you give them courtesy. That's the most important yeah, thing. Yeah. And understanding if they tell you, well, we can seat you, but it may be a while before you get a yeah, waiter. Yeah, yeah. Understand that's because yeah. they don't have enough help, and yeah. be patient. You know, I will say this. While we're on the air, a little little plug here. I tried a new place uh, this past weekend. And it was a Brazilian steakhouse. Oh, and the service, okay. Some of the best service I have seen yet since this whole pandemic Sweet. Thing started. Yeah. Um, and I, I'll get the name because I'm going to butcher it now. But for next time, next week, I'll tell you who it is. Yeah. 
This is the place we're going at the end of September? Yes, it is. Okay, there we go. I just I know you sent that out the other day. Okay, well, I'm going to yes, check that place out. Okay, because I know the last time we went to the uh, the big one. We went to the big one, the one everybody knows. It was kind of slow, and the yeah. service was slow. They weren't yeah. bringing stuff out. And I understand we, they're short of help. If I have to ask help. twice for the filet, then I mean, yeah. I'm going to turn into three times. Democrat. Yeah, or yeah. three times, and then it comes <laughs> yeah. out, and it's not cooked how they told you it was. You didn't have to ask once. Wow. They brought, the filet was one of the first things they brought around. I was wow. so impressed. And it was good, too, and huh? And it was good. Oh, man. So you guys went this weekend to that place? Yes, we As did. a little scouting mission? <laughs> a little scouting mission. That's a little, right. little reconnaissance? <laughs> That's right. A little steak reconnaissance? A little, a little steak recon. <laughs> and then we found a gym. That's good to know. Well, let's not give out the name yet because let's no. get a chance to use it a few times before you get the place flooded with people. That's right. Don't give up the secret fishing hole just yet. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Maybe next week. Right, like I say, but if we get a chance, I think we need to definitely fly over to Afghanistan, yes. pick up a few things at Crazy Joe or Crazy Alibaba's sale and bring some stuff home. And But, of course, it's funny because <laughs> Biden does not want Americans to have any guns, but he's willing to give he's them to known to, terrorists. So we have to go buy it from the terrorists. Look, I, I heard the Alibaba Ahmed gun special. If you go in this weekend and you give a really good you will get a 25% discount. And bonus ammo with everything you buy. (laughs) Maybe they'll even throw in some extra armor plating. I mean, they have, oh God, I got the list here. I even think that the person who can do the longest will get uh, stockpile of plate carriers and body armor. That's just what the Taliban need. So we're not even going to be able to shoot them anymore. Exactly. They have the latest versions of U.S. The, body armor. Like I said, they got the. They went from fourth world ugly equipment to the most advanced weaponry on the planet. And they Thank also you, got Dementia Joe. seventy six thousand vehicles, or Ford Rangers, F three fifties, Ford Toyota vans, uh, all yeah, that, yeah. just regular cars. We have such a shortage over here in this country. <laughs> We're going to bring that crap home. It's probably worth it. We could really help our market out here. I know. Those cars, we know, have so here. few things. Uh, the The market in cars is, is just rough right now. If you're it's, out there looking, I can sell the crap out of a pickup truck. <laughs> I know. So this is a good one. Let's see one painted desert tan. Oh man, that'd be awesome. Tan with a nice uh, heavy duty tire and the lettering on it. That'd be oh. so cool. I'd buy one of those. I'd buy one, too. <laughs> <laughs> but the, and then, of course, there's attack helicopters, 50 of those, and then the Blackhawks, 45 of those, but four C-130s. They fly. Why don't they just fly them out of there? They didn't have to go far. Could have loaded them up with the billion-dollar ammo, ammo, and we could have Yeah, 20 million, round, 20 million rounds of ammo. Let's get some of that out of there. Let them or get the night vision out. goggles, stuff that's expensive. I, or what was that other stuff? Oh, thermal I would, scopes? Uh, I would be happy to rent a storage facility to house this ammo for the U.S. government. Administration encrypted cell phones and laptops, all operational. Jeez. I wonder how much What's on top there? secret information they got by What's, leaving all that stuff that there. These people and look, it isn't the Taliban that's going to try and get in those. They're going to sell those immediately to China and to Russia. Right, and they're going to they get all the information the they want to go in and get that information. So, way to go, Biden! And pallets with millions cool. of dollars in U.S. currency. What the hell? Why would you leave millions of um, dollars of that plain money there? Don't even get me started with the taxpayer dollars. You could buy First fuel with all, that. First of all, to fly the C 130s it, home. It, exactly. <laughs> it's bad enough that these academic libtards picked an academic libtard to be the president of Afghanistan. That this guy, they all they did was give him millions and millions and millions and millions of our money, and then he took off with it. Where is he? 
I don't know. Where is he? I didn't know he was missing. But he's oh yeah, he took off. He took off. Well, he's not stupid. No, but he what he did first was he he had bags and bags. And this is there are witnesses already that are reporting this. Bags and bags and bags. There was so much money that it was falling out of the helicopter when they took it. <laughs> That's how much cash this guy Oh, my had. So gosh. So Obama gives the Iranian terrorist billions, billions of, dollars, of dollars in cash. Biden gives the and Afghani terrorist billions of dollars in cash. Oh, my gosh. It's crazy. It's just, oh, it's there so, is no excuse it's so frustrating. So frustrating. You hope someday somebody will pay for this or figure out a way to get this stuff out of there. I mean, 20 years we spent fighting for this country. There needs to be accountability. Yeah, well, you know. We need to just go get some nice private contractors to go get all of our equipment. All we got to do is land one plane, grab the C-130s, and fly them back, loaded down with crap. Load them up. And we have cash so we can buy buy fuel. Yeah, dare anyone to challenge us when we're there. Yeah, or just have enough money. Well, we take back the money we left. And then so spread the wealth. We're going to you to keep that money, but you're going to stand way over there. And, and we're going to take this. You're going to help us load this you're stuff. You're going to help us load it. <laughs> and we'll build a Walmart here next week, we promise. <laughs> and a suicide vest testing site. That's right. I think if they just had satellite TV and Walmarts, they'd understand what America's all about, and they'd probably be okay with everything. <laughs> you would oh, think. well, if we can get Walmart, we'll do that. You would think. You know, if we can get satellite TV, oh, yes. All they, the they well, had, all had, the videos with goats and stuff. Yeah. I can imagine they have to get all that. Who, who was it that had the blue light special? Oh, Kmart. Kmart. Well, they can have the little, little, little special. Oh God! <laughs> On all this stuff they got. Oh my God! I'm looking at this list and it's just killing me. M24 sniper rifle systems. You know, uh, I mean, it's M249 saws, grenade launchers, mini guns, 134 mini guns, 20 millimeter Gatling guns and ammunition. Oh I man. Dude, it's, it's, this is like it's, the, this would be the best gun show ever, 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 <laughs> ever. But I'm still stuck on the blue light special they could have. I mean, they could have these great speaker systems where it's it's little, little time, and then when 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 they, on aisle four, when when aisle four, <laughs> when you get to aisle four, you just hear a. <laughs> that means it was. <laughs> It Successful was a, a bomb of suicide a vest testing area. Yes, that's that would work. Oh my gosh! Oh, man. But yeah, hopefully, hopefully, some of this stuff will find its way into the hands of the Afghani of the Afghani people who want to fight for their freedom. It would be nice if there were any of those. But I nice. just wonder if I wonder if the people just don't care about their freedom, or are they too afraid to do it, anything? It's a different culture, man. It's just a different. I culture don't understand. Thing. I mean, when Americans, if something happens here, we dust off our guns and we go to work. Yeah, because <laughs> we're one of the few countries where you are born free. The Constitution clearly says you have the right to overthrow a tyrannical government. Yeah. It's clearly stated in our laws. But there's no other country on the planet that has this. I know. We have. The Second so Amendment, First people, Amendment. Most people in the, around the world are born into subjugation. They only know socialism or Marxism or communism. That's so they need. They that's what I say. They need satellite TV. They, they need to see what this is all about. That, they need to yeah. go to a Walmart and see capitalism. <laughs> yeah, see those blue light specials. It was funny. There was some guy, I forget, I saw a brief article about He was from some communist or socialist. I think it was from Cuba. And he came here for the first time, and he was in the Walmart. And he was just shocked and amazed at the selection of stuff. He's like, you usually go to a a grocery store in Cuba. They have one kind of coffee. They might have 10 bags of it, and that's it. Here he walked down the aisle, and there were dozens and dozens of choices and stock to the the rafters with all these different types. Abundance equals peace. 
And he was yeah, just was so impressed that there was yeah. so much. He walked down the oh, bread aisle and he almost went into tears because he said there's so much so here. Much bread, yeah. Well, I mean, I, it's very true, and, and everybody needs to hear this. Abundance equals peace. Yep. Because if you not well, want look, for anything. Look, All Mark, right. Mark the Shark was surprised when he got his tea refilled when he came I to know. the South. <laughs> We're going to take a quick break. We'll be back in a few minutes. The Docs for Patient Care Foundation is your way to join the fight and become a member of an organization created by doctors for patients dedicated to fighting for your health care freedom and preserving the doctor-patient relationship. Get a pen and paper. Write down docsforpatientcarefoundation.org. That's D-O-C-S, the number four, patientcarefoundation.org. Go to our site and please make a generous tax-deductible donation and join the fight today. Thank you. Whether cruising the Strip in a 57 Chevy or taking the family on a vacation in a 71 Oldsmobile Vista Cruiser, you need to tune in to Classic Cars with Steve Ronaldo and Jim Weber every Saturday from 8 to 9 a.m. on AmericasWebRadio.com. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we're back. I'm Roger B. This is Locked and Loaded, and you're listening to America's Web Radio. Right before we left for the break, we were just talking about the, the stuff that was left in Afghanistan for our our lovely terrorist friends, the Taliban, and now they're completely restocked with as much weaponry as they can probably use in the next 20 years. Meanwhile, here in the United States, they're trying harder and harder to restrict American citizens from being able to exercise their constitutionally given right to own firearms shall not be infringed is as clear as it shall get. In fact, almost all the first 10 amendments are just restrictions on what the federal government is allowed to do. But meanwhile, giving weapons to terrorists apparently is this administration's way of saying, oh, here you go, we don't want to take this stuff home. And they're just trying to justify it in the means of dollars and cents. Which is great until these weapons start drawing blood, until they start blowing people up, until they start hanging people from the helicopters we left there, until they start shooting people with these millions and millions of rounds of ammo we left there. That's when the cost gets really high because that's, that's a cost that's paid for in blood. And how do you put a price on that, leaving all that stuff there because they didn't want it? It's too expensive to bring it home. How much blood has to be spilled to not be too expensive to bring it home? Do they even consider that? Or is it just an accountant sitting there counting his little beans in his office going, oh, no, we're going to leave all this stuff here because it costs too much to bring it home. And yet all the people who will pay for it with their blood, they didn't think it was too expensive to bring home. But anyway, you can go through. There's lists online everywhere of all this stuff that's there, and it's just it's shocking to see how much stuff is actually there. I mean, from... Millions of dollars of currency to millions of rounds of ammunition, hundreds of thousands of guns. It's just, it's unbelievable. Meanwhile, back in the States, we do have some good news, though. A federal appeals court gets rid of the ban on gun sales to people under 21. A lot of states were trying to pass a law saying nobody under 21 can purchase a gun of any kind. Now, currently, 
you have to be over 21 to purchase a handgun, but a rifle or shotgun can be purchased if you're over 18. In some states, we're trying to restrict this to over 21 for every kind of gun, whether it be a rifle, a pistol, a shotgun. They didn't care. They want all of it to be over 21. But in uh, the Fourth Circuit Court of Appeals delivered a major blow to the gun activists when he said, no, no, you cannot restrict people 18 years of older from owning rifles or shotguns because that would be unconstitutional. As of 18, they are citizens of the United States and they should not be restricted in any way. Now, granted, they still have the gun laws that say you cannot buy a pistol until you're 21, which again is a restriction, but it's been in place for so long, people don't seem to mind that one. But I just don't know that that the, hopefully this will stand and hopefully it won't go it appealed and appealed and appealed until they just shut it down. That tends to be what the, the legal systems tends to do. They keep appealing it until they get the decision they want or find somebody who's willing to go along with what they want. Well, you know, when if you're 18, you can join the Army. Right. And they don't teach you how to use a pea shooter in the Army. It's not a rubber band gun, no. No. No, a Nerf gun. and it's not a wind-up <laughs> airplane either. And so back when I was in high school and and they were looking at the uh, voter registration and the voter age, and it came down to 18. You know, our country has in many ways been very hypocritical. It's all right for you to sign up to die for your country, but you can't vote in your country. Or it's all right for you to die in your country holding one of our weapons, but you can't own your own. Yeah, I mean, that's that's all over the world. Almost every government restricts citizens' rights to own own arms, it's just, which to me just says they are servants. They're not citizens. Citizens are free and able to live a free life. Subjects are not. They are subjected to the government's whim and will. And they are put down in a way where they have to abide by what the government tells them. In fact, I think a lot of the liberals in this country believe that the country is great because of the, its government. Because of the government, we are a great country. While the more conservative people tend to believe that the country is great because of its citizens, because of the people who live here, because of the people who work here, because of the people who will uphold the Constitution and stand to support it. Which is why that's it's so interesting. It's funny if you get a chance, you can look at look for the the woke soldier. She has this little speech she does on Twitter, and she is fairly well educated because she she mentions the Insurrection Act, which gives the government powers. And with COVID going on, the government has been taking powers that they don't actually have a right to take. They're doing things that they shouldn't be doing. Now, granted, I understand. Don't don't call me and com- complain. I understand COVID is a real disease. I understand it's dangerous. I understand if you get it, you can die from it. However, that does not mean you have to sacrifice every one of your rights. The Constitution is not stamped on the back, void in case of pandemic. In fact, while they were crafting the the Constitution, there was a pandemic going on at the same time back in the 1790s. They had a pandemic going on, and yet they didn't restrict the freedom. People had common sense. They did what they could to avoid getting sick, and people do the same thing now. If you feel like you need to wear a mask to prevent getting sick, by all means, wear one as long as you like. If you don't feel like it or if you've been vaccinated or you feel like you've already had COVID or you have antibodies and you don't feel like you need any more protection, then don't wear it. 
It's as simple as that. A choice goes a long way. People say, my body, my choice, which is fine. That's, you know, but yet it seems like it doesn't, it doesn't seem to apply in the event of wearing a mask. There it's just a matter of, you know, oh, no, no, you need to do what we tell you to do. And it's just, it's crazy. If you're going to have that, my body, my choice, have it across the board. Have everybody make their own choices on what they're going to do with their own body. Obviously, you've noticed it doesn't apply to Pelosi or Obama if they want to throw a party. Oh, yeah, the Obama party. They had a big spike in COVID cases after that. But you know what? That's how we're going to get herd immunity. I have I have no problem with what Obama did. But the fact that he's preaching to other people that they need to not live like that, that's where I have a problem. And then Pelosi turned right back around and threw a big party herself. Yep. And that's fine. They can throw yeah. parties as long as the citizens are allowed to do the same thing. If they start restricting us while they do other things, that's where you run into a problem because that's not equality under the law. I uh, I like the fact that in both cases, I think they invited mostly Democrats. So yeah. <laughs> more Democrats go to parties, let them go. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's the same thing here, though. If you want to have a party, you should be able to. But now a lot of these cities and uh, townships are restricting gatherings. Now, a lot of that's been easing lately. But the fact that they were able to restrict it and use law enforcement to help enforce these ridiculous requirements that they were forcing on people. And, and, and the, the biggest thing that I didn't like, and I still don't like, is the idiot mayors going on and saying, look, if your next-door neighbor or the neighbor across the street has an unusual number of people or cars parked in front of their house, call the police. And Yeah, report your neighbor for having a party. Yeah, that's what they're trying to do, turn neighbor against neighbor. And that's not what you need to do. If you have neighbors, you need to talk to them, get to know them, become friends with them. These are the people in your community who you're closest to. If anything happens, these are the people going to be the closest to you to be able to get help from, or you may have to render help to. So keep that in mind. I mean, it's great to say, oh, I've got this and I've got that, and I can support myself and I can defend myself. But if you have more people in your group, more people in your circle, then you're going to have better chance of surviving any kind of issue, whether it be a hurricane, a tornado, a fire, zombie attack, whatever it is, the more people you have in your circle, the better chance of you surviving and getting through it are going to be. So keep that in mind. And keep in mind also the people in Louisiana, they are collecting money for generators, for bottled water, for all kinds of things still. Although it was not as bad as Katrina was, this one is still pretty bad, and they have some flooding, but I think most of it seems to be under control now. In fact, the, um, what is it, the Cajun Navy actually went in and started trying to save people. I think they're going rescuing people who are stuck. So hopefully they're getting that done, and they're doing a good job, as they always do. When they're not hunting alligators, they're over there saving people. I don't know how many folks will remember this, but I had just started the station in 2005 when Katrina hit. And the station was called Radio Sandy Springs at the time, and we changed it to America's Web Radio. But we uh, we did a fundraiser for Katrina victims, and uh, we had people on Roswell Road with our little buckets that said collecting for Katrina, and we wound up something around 5000 I believe. Wow, that's awesome. And uh, this was just people stopping and throwing a dollar in, two dollars. We got a couple of hundred dollar bills thrown wow. in. And, well, uh, 
I'm in no doubt that Americans are the most generous people in the world when they believe in the cause. Oh, absolutely. They're, they're more willing to help than any other country in the world. You never see anybody sending us aid. You know, if something happens here, we take care of ourselves, and we take care of everybody else, too. Well, as I've started saying over and over again with our, in our veteran shows, we're a country of first responders. Whether it's it's, uh, EMTs or police department or fire department or our military, we respond first to whoever's in need. Well, I say that all the time. You have to be your own first responder. You need to have stuff in your house, in your home, in your car. You need to be able to have your first aid with you. You need to be able to have weapons to defend yourself, your family, your property. You need to be able to have water and food to survive in case something happens to the supply lines and you can't get stuff for a few days. You need to be able to provide for yourself, provide for your family, and eventually work with your neighbors on building a group of people who are like-minded who can work together to get equipment, to get supplies, and keep stuff stored. Because there's no better place than the person next door to help you out and for you to help them when they need it. You know, it's funny that you say that because I'm from Tornado Alley. We think Georgia's Tornado yeah. Alley, where Oklahoma. I'm from in, in Texas, Texas is uh, okay. Tornado Alley. And I've seen when I I was I came back to the 1970 tornado that hit my hometown, and it's incredible. One house is totally destroyed. And the one next to it's not even touched. Yeah, tornadoes and are very so, specific, yeah. So like you said, know your neighbor and work together and, and help. And uh, I saw a lot of that when I came back in 1970 because it, it directly affected uh, my family and and myself when I came back and went directly on to uh, active duty. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that's all. Are we running out of time yet? We're out of time. Out of time. All right. Well, I'm Roger B. This has been Locked and Loaded, and you've been listening to America's Web Radio. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.